So he basically silenced that lamb. So yeah, like Hannibal style. It's a good fucking slap. That's so metal. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. I'm excited for this because you gave us a little bit of a, a word and I got excited. So I'm not going to give away anything, but you gave one word and I was like, cannot wait. How do you feel about ninjas? Um, okay. Here's my feelings. My kids keep telling me that ninjas are shitty. Ninjas suck because if they were so good at being assassins, they wouldn't know what I would ever know they exist. So that's my thoughts on ninjas now because they, they would be hidden in the shadows. They are. Well, no, they're not because we know about them. Oh, that's true. Do we, though? Ninjas are so goddamn, they're so swift, all right? They're so good at their goddamn jobs. The ninjas don't actually exist. It's just a series of unexplained homicides, and they need to attribute it it to something. So why not incredibly skilled, invisible assassins? The most I know about ninjas is uh, the night ninja from PJ Masks. Uh, she's in mom mode. I got little kids mode. I got that. Bobby is a um, Bobby is a ninja because she um, she did a high kick. No, she did um, mixed mixed martial arts for years, and she was actually kickboxing um, WA women's kickboxing champion. Get the fuck out of here! Your wife is so hot. I know, like so hot. <laughs> I'm so lucky. Well, let me take you down under. Uh, One sunny August day in Sydney, Australia in 2018. Are you anywhere near Sydney there, Christy? I'm on the complete opposite side of the country. That's what I thought. Okay. I did some searching, but you said north or south. And so my American brain was like, I'm out. Your American brain went left and right when you said north and south. So yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not north. I'm west, and they're east. So, all right. It's a sunny day in Sydney, Australia, in 2018, when a lady named Hannah Quinn was walking home from the market to her residence. She shared with her boyfriend of four years, Blake Davis. Blake is an actor, starring as Richie on an Australian TV drama called The Slap. He also made appearances on the TV shows Tangle and Dead Gorgeous. So I gave these two the celeb couple name, Blanana. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um... Hey, Christy, you ever heard of The Slap? Yeah. Could you explain the premise of the show? The slap like sounds like that 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 game that you see Norwegians play where they just sit in front of each other and slap each other in the face until someone quits. That's what it looks like. That's what it sounds like to me. No, it's it's based on a book. Um, and basically what happens is a pile of friends and family are at a at a barbecue. Um, one of one of the kids is acting up and he the guy 
slaps the little kid. The little kid is not his. So then it just starts to unravel like all the family of the kid want to sue the person that slapped him. And then the whole book is like unfolding of, I think there's four couples and it just unfolds over, like talks about their lives and like jumps between the couples and what's going on with them. And one of them's just, one of them's an alcoholic and one of them's having an affair with another one. And like, it's, it's this whole absolute drama. This is like, this is my fantasy though, to take the kids that are annoying and they are bad kids and just give them one. That's it. It's like kind of a, like, really, you're going to, you're going to jump on my new coach, you little prick. Pa-pow! They actually aired the slap on HBO in America. It's quite, quite a famous um, Australian celebrity cast. So as Hannah approached their home, she noticed a man peeking over their fence and looking around a little bit suspiciously, but she didn't overreact to it thinking that, you know, maybe there was property for sale. Um, but she did hurry inside out of fear um, as this just didn't fit right. She also noticed the man did a little double take once he saw her walk through the gate from their uh, fence. She's hot enough that a celebrity's dating her. Yeah, he did a double take. Inside the home, Blake was sitting on the couch, relaxing, just watching TV. And only a minute or so later, a man wearing a balaclava came bursting through the front door right behind Hannah. To Blake's shock, I mean, he just stood up from his seat and started shouting, get out, get out, get out. Hannah also began screaming, please don't hurt us. Get out, get out, get out. It was at this time uh, that the couple noticed the gun in the intruder's hand as he demanded loudly, give me all the money. This was about ninjas. Ninjas don't have guns. I'm so confused. Uh, Blake kept shouting back, there is no money here. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. It's hard to consistently do a voice, eh? Like a character voice. Hey, Christy, say, okay, after I say, Blake kept shouting back, say, there is no money here. Ready? Blake kept shouting back. There's no money here. In hopes of drawing attention to the situation. Uh, as the front door was still wide open. The couple had their hands up, but the man kept pointing the gun at them, swaying from Hannah's face to Blake's. That's not how you take control of the situation. Point it at the woman and leave it on the woman. Uh, is she the celebrity though? Because you might want to, he might, celebrity might trump woman. So you pointed at the celebrity. No, you pointed at the woman because he's not going to act if she's the one who's going to get shot in the face. If he thinks he might get shot in the face, he might try to fight back. He's a celebrity. He's not fighting back. He's a choir boy. Like he is a musical theater guy. He's doing jack shit. He's pissing his pants. How dare you say such things about Hugh Jackman? I will fucking kick your ass. All these guys have glamour muscles, not real muscles. That's all fake muscles. They're real, but they're not using. Daniel Radcliffe stopped a mugger once. Okay, that's all I'm saying. He did a what now? He stopped a mugger once. He probably went, hey, I'm Harry Potter. And they went, oh, Harry, can I get an autograph? And he's like, can you stop trying to mug people and be like, for you, Harry, anything. He's like, but my name's Daniel. Okay, Harry. No, I'm actually Elijah Wood. Without any further warning, Blake had lost consciousness. You're right, Richard. He was that fucking scared he passed out like a little girl (laughs) actors are not strong people they pretend to be strong people they're very much the wieners of the crew now if you said it was a mechanic and his mechanic's wife i'd be like pointed at the wife (laughs) (laughs) so the only reason he realized this was because he began to you know wake up he had to explain why he pissed his pants i was unconscious his fucking girlfriend if if she if she's she's australian right 
she's obviously an Aussie girl. She's probably looking down at him going, you fucking waste of space. <laughs> so as he awoke, he heard Hannah's screams coming from outside the house now. He was disoriented, couldn't really remember how he ended up on the floor, but it did eventually click that he had probably been shot because all he remembered was a man coming into the house with a gun. He figured Hannah was next to be shot. He wasted no time and sprung into action. Blake stood up with a sudden and excruciating pain in his head. And then a large amount of blood started pouring from his face. Okay, I feel really bad now. Thanks, Tally. Thanks for setting me up for that. (laughs) (laughs) I maybe passed out and hit his head. Head, head wounds bleed a lot. So maybe he just smacked, smacked his head on his rich celebrity coffee table as he, as he pissed his pants and fell to the ground. <laughs> so what had actually happened was the masked man punched Blake with brass knuckles or knuckle dusters, as they're called. Not only knocking him out, but shattering his eye socket in three places, which caused an orbital displacement which means his eye was no longer being supported by his skull fracture structure fracture. <laughs> yeah. His skull is fractured for sure. So this type of injury, uh, let me do it. Di- hold on. Let me start over. Disclaimer. This gets graphic. Sick. Yay. Everyone hold your lunch. This type of injury would also bust open the sinus cavities resulting in massive amounts of blood from the mouth and nose. But Blake's eye socket was also like the main source of all the blood. So he was bleeding directly from the eye. So he hit him just right with brass knuckles to the point it connected, what is this, the bridge of your nose? Yeah. To the eyebrow, which separated, like separated it in three places along the under eye of the cheekbone. Brass knuckles are no fucking joke, man. You can fucking kill someone easy with them. Easy. They're highly illegal in my country. I don't know about you guys, but highly illegal here. Absolutely. So the man grabbed Hannah's purse from her shoulder and took off running out the door and down the street. For whatever reason, Hannah says it's out of instinct. She ran after him. I want this lady's purse, so I'm going to knock this guy's fucking eyeball out of his head and do a home invasion. Being that I I know for for a fact what my flight or fight modes are, if it was one of you guys standing next to me and gets hit that fucking hard that it sounds like a gunshot, I'd probably go after the guy too. Just because I know that my usual response is to fight. If it was you, Tally, I'd be uh, trying to uh, do first aid on you and call 911, but that'd be me. That's what I'd be doing. So it's only a few moments that Blake was unconscious that this is what was happening. When he woke up, Blake's only thought was to rescue Hannah. Instantly, Blake thought of the samurai sword he had gotten as a gift from his brother for her birthday one year. So Blake, half blinded and badly injured, grabs the sword and kind of half jog runs towards the sounds of his girlfriend screaming. Look, all I'm saying is we've done one other Australian case on this show and it was also a fucking sword. What is it with Australians and swords? Outside, Hannah had caught up to the intruder and a struggle ensued over the purse. The man ended up falling to the ground, which put him at a disadvantage and thus aiming the gun at Hannah again. Cue Blake, stage left. Running down the street, covered in blood, wielding a sword. Eye dangling. To be a fly on that 
fucking straight. I gotta say, man. But I mean, he's also a celebrity too, so people are recognizing him while he's running. So people are running up to him. Can I get a selfie, like along with him, like yeah, with their phones? Not anymore. They're not half his fucking face is hanging off. Yeah, I don't know how famous this guy is, but I'm sure there was fucking some fangirl. Like, oh, you're on the slap. Oh, God, what's wrong with the eye? <laughs> I feel like he lived in one of those, like, Hollywood lane. Gated community. Type yeah. places. Yes, gated. Yes. Um, Blake could only see that the man on the ground had his ha- ha- arm outstretched with something in his hand aiming at Hannah. He could only assume it's the gun he believes he had been shot with. Blake runs as fast as he could towards the scene and with one downward swing he connects perfectly with the man's skull leaving him fatally injured but he did not die right away is he running like naruto this reminds me of anime now like is he running two hands back just face first with a sword in his hand da, 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 and just cut this guy's head right off did you say head off sorry what, describe that again how how do you hit him in the skull but like straight down or is it like a sideways so slash? he basically silenced that lamb that's so metal. So yeah, like Hannibal style. Um, onlookers began calling police, um, only knowing that there was a fight in the street and someone was badly hurt. Excuse me, 911. Uh, there's a guy with his eye hanging down. He's got a sword. He just cut someone's top of their head off. I don't know if he's going to eat their brains, but I'm pretty freaked out over here. I can just imagine. <laughs> Hannah then screamed, what the fuck did you do? As blood began pouring from the man's head. Oh, so he's in the wrong here. Yeah, you didn't even put your eye back in your socket. You're a celebrity. You gotta look good for the public. You can't walk out of the house with an eye dangling like that. Huh. That's really impressive. I imagine his depth perception wasn't great. I think it'd be hard. It'd be hard to attack someone with a sword. With no response from Blake, Hannah noticed the man trying to get back up. So she took Blake's hand and shouted, run. The couple ran back to their place thinking that the man was still after them. The man did stand up, hobbled a couple of steps, and then just collapsed. I smell burnt toast and just... (laughs) Uh, He was DOA uh, when emergency services arrived. Yeah, imagine imagine just seeing that on the street. Like, I guess it's not really... It's in a gated community, so it would be kind of impossible. That must have been such a fucking crazy thing to see. Like, scarring, PTSD shit. Like, that's fucked. That's scary. I, I, I don't even know what I would do. Would you get out the camera and just take a picture? Or would you be calling 911 right away? Or a 000? Triple Zs? I don't know. That Maybe you'll talk about it more later. But does he have, like, brain damage from this? Was he thinking straight? Like, was he just, like, in instinct mode? You know? Because I don't know about grabbing a sword. That seems pretty intense. He too. was absolutely concussed. You wouldn't grab a sword if, if some guy was chasing Sarah down the street with a gun? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I don't think I, like, that's where I don't think, I know for, actually, I'm going to tell you right now, the anxiety would keep her, like, she'd be in a corner being like, <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do right now. Like, my eyes hanging out. Let's call the 911. That's what would happen around here. But yeah, if Sarah started chasing after, it's just intense to grab a sword. I don't know. Maybe that's the only thing that he had, I guess. I don't it's just know. the thing maybe. he instantly thought of. Yeah, I guess. But he said he thought he had a gun, right? He thought the guy had a gun. So to grab a sword, still, like, the guy could still shoot you, douchebag. Like, even though it was brass knuckles. Don't bring a sword to a gunfight. Don't bring a sword to a brass knuckle fight. Well, apparently you do bring a sword to a brass knuckle fight because half his head is fucking like a tin can on the ground, you know? Back in the home. The couple were panicking and full of adrenaline. Why were they back in the home? They ran home because they wanted to, I don't know, 
get away from the bloody mess clean up before the press gets there yeah sure just get that eye back in there a little bit of makeup imagine tmz's wet dream this would be like they got the picture of the guy with his eye kind of out and then blood all over him from cutting so like that'd be like that'd be tmz's wet dream one of them said to pack a bag and that they have to get the fuck out of there because they had fear that more people were going to be coming after them what was in that purse like now i'm starting to question what's in the purse too like our sex tape is finally not going to be leaked. You know, that sex tape could lead to like another couple's like reconditioning. You know, it could lead to like some sort of like bonding among some other couple. So why care so much about a sex tape? It's celebrities. They care about weird shit. Why would you keep a sex tape? Because there's benefits to it. It could save <laughs> another couple. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the Kim Kardashian sex tape has saved many a marriage out there. Fucking Paris Hilton taking a load to the cheek really fucking works better than family therapy. I'm sure of it. The Paris stashed the weapon used on the intruder in the backyard, just like wrapped it in a sheet and chucked it out the back window. The pair only packed one bag containing very odd items, including nunchucks, a pellet gun, and $20,000 cash. What was in this purse? This $20,000 cash they claimed was vacation savings that like they each had contributed to over the four year span of their relationship. Do you think they're weird kink? Do you think they would get like bandanas? One being a uh, a blue one and one being an orange one and being like, you f- fuck me like you're Leonardo. I'll be Michelangelo. It's pizza time. You think that's why they had nunchucks and swords? Oh, because of the martial arts weapons. I was like, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> Blake might be an anime fan. That's my guess. <laughs> After they left their house, they heard sirens. Yeah, I did. Yeah, they hid in like a, they call it a laneway for a few hours to avoid police detection. That was like literally two blocks away. And at that time, uh, they, the police got really close to them. So they left that duffel bag behind. So once the chase wore off, the pair made their escape and kept running for three days. Kate, was this just, like a kink thing like did they actually hire this guy to do like a home invasion rape fantasy okay and it just went like super wrong and they're like they're gonna find out that we hired this guy for a super weird rape fantasy we have to kill him okay so that nobody finds out three days what did she just kiss his eye and go like the boo-boo's better that's a good point everything should be infected there's so much bad things going on like he needs to a hospital quick too sweet and there's nothing wrong with her too like i get it he's got brain damage i mean probably there's nothing wrong with her. And she's like, okay, get your nunchucks. Let's put them in a bag. <laughs> Maybe he's so brain damaged. He's like, I need my nunchucks. They're like, okay, we'll get your nunchucks. Only grab the important things. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> this is $20,000, like in funny money, not even like real money. This guy, I don't, I, I don't get these people. I don't, uh, clearly there's some sort of fucked up shit going on, but I have no clue. I can't even figure it out. I have no idea. It's true. I I have no idea what to expect next. And you think it's a celebrity. Like, why isn't this bigger news? So after they went on the lam, um, the investigation started taking place. People were able to name the people involved in the street of the 911 calls that were happening. That one guy from that one show. Easy. So police go in, they find $3,000 in a drawer and minuscule amounts of pot, marijuana um it was they search a little bit more and then they find that duffel bag that was left with twenty thousand dollars in it that's when their suspicions started to raise and started digging into the lives of blake and hannah they found out blake's 
an actor, semi-retired at this point, and Hannah had a little side hustle where in all sense of the term, she was a drug dealer. She sold marijuana. Oh, come on. So she says she has been an avid marijuana user for a long time. She's like 25. I'm going to say she's 25. So she's been an avid marijuana user for a long time. She used to buy certain quantities to fulfill her needs. And then she started dating Blake, which contributed to two needs. Therefore, she upped her quantities. When push comes to shove and money gets tight, she starts selling little bits here and there to her friends. So this sort of kind of explains that $20,000. $20,000 of weed is a lot of weed, man. That's not your, that's not for recreational use anymore. That's when you start becoming like a drug dealer, that's like a, a, a legitimate drug dealer. Um, it wasn't until after the first night on the lamb that the couple say they learned not only the intruder had died on the street that night, but also who the attacker was. It was then that they realized it was someone known to them. Cheech Marin. I wonder what happened to that guy. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Martha fucking Stewart. <laughs> the man who was set to rob them that day was an up and coming rapper named Jet McKee. Jet McKee. It's a good, that's a good rap name. I'm not going to lie. Kind of not good music at all, actually. I was going to say kind of good. The beats I, the lyrics ain't, um, but also like really heavily uh, encased the events that he had planned that day. It was all robbing, muggings and murderings in his lyrics. He was up and coming. He got his head chopped off while he was full of methamphetamine. He wasn't up and coming. Hip-hop artist Jet McKay, known as Skepaz. Yeah, he should have stayed with Jet. So the news came to them from the radio in a taxi ride while they were hotel hopping this first night. With what money? Um, Both Blake and Hannah are adamant they had no idea that the man had died and that the last thing they knew and or saw was that he was getting back up. Uh, After the initial shock wore off, they made a new plan to go purchase new clothes and stay in hotels until they were ready to turn themselves in. With what money? On their credit card? All purchases were made with Blake's credit card. Idiots. He was leaving a very clear trail. Just check Instagram for hashtag fucking slap guy. (laughs) Hashtag toxic Avenger eye. Yeah, nobody's like noticing that this guy's got a fucking hole in his head too. They're buying new clothes on like day three. Uh, this was after the first night, but then they continued. Oh, okay. I was like, he's, he's walking around covered in blood for three days. <laughs> I think they went immediately to a hotel. And then after that night, they went to like a different city. So they took a cab. Hence hearing that news, you know, that the person that was hit with the samurai sword actually died. So it like basically just escalates it beyond belief. You know, so they're probably already coming down from this adrenaline high and then hear this shit. So it's right back up. They're flighting instead of fighting this time. What a wild ride. So after three days on the run, they do go to authorities, which results in both being charged with the murder of Jeep. It says Jeep Mickey. That's even better. Jeep Mickey. (laughs) Jeep Jeep. All right. So the couple claimed that the only reason they ran was out of fear of more people coming after them due to... Hannah's choice of a side hustle. Yeah, it's because the guy's chasing you. It's not it has nothing to do with the fear of something you shouldn't have a fear of. Uh, she was with. known to distribute marijuana to friends and locals, and both Hannah and Blake are avid cannabis users. 
However, they do not blame their reasonings for why they thought the way they did at the time on their recreational activities. They say it was simply out of fear, not guilt. They had uh, the reason being mostly is because they hadn't known that the man was dead. Sure. Yeah. All you did was chop his head off just a little bit, though. Not even like the whole head, just like a little bit of his head. They're arrested. However, after investigators get their side of the story, they lessen the murder charge down to manslaughter on Blake and accessory after the fact on Hannah. After the fact, she was there for the whole bloody thing. She was an accessory until they went, pack your bags, let's get the fuck out she of here. She was cool right? with the murder. She, I believe she said, what the fuck did you do? So, And could clearly see that Blake was very badly injured. Not bad enough to bring him to the hospital, though. Just bad enough to go on no, the No, no, no. Just shove it back in. All right. So during the trial, prosecution argued that once McKee left the entrance of the house was when the threat was terminated. Therefore, Hannah running after him created Hannah and Blake being the assailants. I totally agree. Agree. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Hannah running after the man ultimately led to the death of the of the man who actually tried to rob them. But the defense argued that Blake thought Hannah's life was in immediate danger. And now here are the two limbs that I have discovered in studying a little bit. Tiny minuscule amounts of Australian law. Firstly, a person must establish that they believed their conduct was reasonable in defense of themselves or others. Secondly, I can't see your fingers. Oh, secondly. <laughs> She's got three fingers up for the listening audience. She's saying secondly with three fingers up. <laughs> the person must establish that the conduct was reasonable response in the circumstances as they were perceived at the time. I think for self-defense here uh, is equal or lesser force to stop them. Unless you're a police officer or whatever, then you can go more force. And if they have a sword, you can fucking duel them in the streets. Uh, (laughs) Brass knuckle battle in the middle of the streets. It's the only way to self-defend. But if you go like somebody has his brass knuckles and you gun them, that's too much. Initially, Blake thought he was shot in the face and survived because everything was broken in his orbitals whatever mm. i called it then earlier. he had every right to get a gun but he brought a sword they don't have guns in their house whose problem is that that sounds like a blake problem yeah imagine being on a show called the slap and you get punched in the head like that anyways keep going. Well, let's discuss it's a good fucking slap i think worldwide every country in the world should just legalize drugs all drugs and just i'm not joking all of this could be prevented if they weren't terrified for having weed in their house uh this guy wouldn't be robbing them if weed was legal i i just i think like a lot of this is just like come on it's just weed like fuck people are getting punched in the fucking face over weed, and then they're running on the lamb because you're scared you have weed in your house are you fucking kidding me i don't know i thought they were scared of like reprisals because they have weed in their house because they're they're drug dealers I must have missed that. So they're afraid that they're going to be in trouble legally because of the drugs, not because of the chopping a human head. Okay. So what happened in the courtroom, the defense was both of them, Hannah and Blake ran because they thought more people were coming after them, not because they thought they were guilty of anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought, but I don't care why they ran after doing it. All I care about is why did she chase the purse? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's not something you do. $20,000 sounds like a Coke dealer, not a weed Uh dealer. 
that's a true. lot of that's a lot of money and that's that's just... a purse full of cocaine is what i think was going on in there a meth head like that's not going to break in your house unless they know there's fucking money or something like that they they must have uh this guy you said was well they were on the lam for they three years it. yes they could have dumped it they had lots of toilet access and I'm not saying I'm not throwing any accusations of this guy or whatever. I, I think cocaine should be legalized too. So all of this could be prevented without making drugs this big, like behind closed doors, scary thing where you're going to get in trouble. It's really like... not a war on drugs. You're right, Richard, because as you can see, all sorts of actors and actresses have access to drugs. It's not just about oppressed people and, you know, making their way yeah. up. If this guy was a meth head looking for money, because that's what they're, t- they, you mentioned that he was. Yes, his autopsy said that he was basically scalp and full of ice they call it ice but i mean if that was all if that was regulated he could have stuff that's not terrible for you and have a source for it without having to go pull a fucking brass knuckles on a celebrity mm-hmm. you know what i mean like the, all of this is based on like a stupid archaic law that makes no sense at all if you could control it and you could make more money, you could do all this stuff and then treat people. And then there'd be less cops, less need for police, you know? Uh, anyway. As far as I know, police have never prevented a crime. So I think here nor there. That's not true. Let's let's not underestimate the power of profiling. I- I'm going to say the D.A.R.E. program and stuff like that. But I'm talking from a young age too. Like you get co- police officers going to my kid's class and like don't do drugs and stuff like that. Like not saying that prevents crimes, but there's, it's true though. But I mean, stuff like that, community initiative and stuff has prevented crime for sure. I can't say cops have never prevented crime. That would be a f- miscalculation. It's not really what they're there for though. Is what I was saying. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Historically, it's like, I just, police are necessary evil, don't get me wrong, but I think more community outreach like a D.A.R.E. program. I'm not saying just D.A.R.E. D.A.R.E. doesn't but... work, though. Stuff like that doesn't work. Absence I know, doesn't I'm just work. saying stuff like that. Y'all, I went through D.A.R.E. Raising awareness. Exhibit A. <laughs> not everything works on everyone, but there's one kid out there who went, my mom was a crackhead. Now I understand what's going on and I'll never do that again. Like, I'm not saying that that's happening 100% of the time. I'm just saying community outreach and stuff like that is what police should be doing versus like, anyways, it's turning into a different conversation. I'm just saying drugs should be legalized. This whole thing would be prevented. Word, bro. So if y'all were the judge or the jury in this case, what what would you give them? What sentence would you give both Blake and Hannah? I don't know what the the manslaughter excuse me it was i charged for manslaughter sorry i don't know what the typical sentence for manslaughter is in australia but he should get that because he's a fucking moron going out with his sword into the middle of the street slicing someone's head okay he had brain damage yeah hit very hard in the face broken honestly i think in this situation i blame her far more than i blame him yes i really do i think she escalated the situation to a point where tragedy was no longer and she took full control after after it happened she took him back to the house and packed the stuff and threw the sword out the window she was the one that was in control of it there's no way he would have been in his he would not have had all these faculties because he's just had Guaranteed. his fucking face Guaranteed. bashed in. All he's responsible for is those nunchucks. That is it. Guarantee it. He grabbed the nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the stupidest thing that they brought with them. I need these. <laughs> Consistency. Yeah. There's the whole like guy need to protect my woman attitude he had and her running out there just made it worse for him to like he probably felt responsible to like save her life too but how like hollywood right why not just get on your goddamn phone that costs a thousand dollars and call triple zero the whole if we're talking like 
just in this situation, the whole thing had been prevented by just calling 911 right off the bat after this guy broke in. Yeah, but it was onlookers that yep. ended up yeah. being the callers, or, you know, the source of the helicopters. This, as far as I know from, I mean, I've never been a drug dealer, but I have. Wait. <laughs> First and foremost, I have been. I have been associated very closely with some. And from what I have gathered, being around them and spending time with them, they are all very, very paranoid people. So I can imagine that Hannah is was freaking out. And she's like, he's got my bag. He's got my, you know, that's got all my secret stuff in it and she's paranoid and then you know she watches her boyfriend cut his head off and she's like oh I'm even more paranoid now so the paranoia is just like I mean down here our laws are so fucking strict when it comes to drugs so the idea of her getting caught with any with that amount of cash and like you said there's no way she just had pot in her house there's you don't have 20 grand laying around if you're selling marijuana down here with the little the laws being so strict, she would have fucking freaked the hell out. And on that note, uh, with the with the laws being very strict, this trial actually turned into more of a drug trial than a murder trial. Exactly. It fucking exactly. And uh, Blake was sentenced, found guilty of manslaughter, and sentenced to two years and nine months on pro on probationary terms for manslaughter. And Hannah went home that day alone to await her trial for accessory after the fact and thus sentenced uh, with two years to serve community service. I'm sorry, what did he get? Two years, nine months, unprobationary prison time for manslaughter. He's in prison. He went to jail. Yes. He went to prison and she got to go home with community service. Yeah, ankle bracelet, basically. That's fucking bullshit there's the unethical part so during the sentencing for hannah not for blake during the sentencing of hannah which was after blake was already sentenced uh the judge stated that she did not believe that mckee was pointing the gun at hannah at the time of blake's alleged counterattack. she does believe uh the intruder had the gun pointed at them in the home but after hannah ran after the man she believes Hannah struck the man, causing him to fall, and that the gun was never pointed at her. Yeah, so you said that there was an altercation on the street that caused him to fall, which we knew. Yeah, he tripped. But she's she's saying that the gun was never present at the time, and so fucking what's-his-nuts didn't have any reason to cut his head off. Like, he used excessive force. Yeah. So she threw him under the fucking bus. Hannah says to this day, she will forever be grateful for Blake's heroic actions that day because in both of their eyes, she was the next one to be shot. Oh, I'm sorry. So the judge didn't believe the, the gun. The judge was there, doesn't believe him. But she said the gun was absolutely pointed at her at the time. And so do bystanders. So does Blake. And the witnesses say that too. And the witnesses say that too. Yep. But the onlookers also say that uh, Blake was possibly holding a stick. He cut his head off with a stick. Because they were so far away. Up. Nice job. Yep. Up top. Like in. So basically they lived on like high rises. If that makes sense. Really tall. You got to take an elevator to your suite. Crack towers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's the kind of community they lived in. So people were calling from way above watching the street below saying he someone is being assaulted in a, with a stick 
And it's a pretty fucking sharp stick because he just cut his head off. Yeah, but they did find a gun on scene. The investigators did find a gun on scene. It was approximately 50 feet away from him. But again, he did stand up and stagger away. Was it loaded? It was a fake spray painted delivery. That would explain why he used them brass knuckles. He never shot him. It's because it's basically impossible to get hold of a gun down here. That would explain why he never shot him. Do we even have any proof that it was, in fact, Jeet that hit him? Yes, he was the man found in the street. Yeah, but I mean, is this potentially something that maybe, like, she hit him or something to make it look like self-defense? Is there any way to prove that it was Jeet who, in fact, hit him before he went out there? Uh, By Hannah's witness account. And, And, well, really, Blake being there. Being like, all of a sudden, I was unconscious, and how can Hannah break his face like that? Brass knuckles. With brass how knuckles? can anything else break his face like that? I could fuck up a face with that. That's what knuckles. I mean. So it's pretty obvious what had happened. Yeah. And also, there were like the waves in his eyebrow of the brass knuckles weaving through the yeah knuckles. But they were this guy's brass knuckles for sure. Oh, they were on his hand still. Oh, yes. okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. Then that's a little more believable. Yeah. They were on his hands. She's a yeah. fucking. But they call him knuckle dust. She's a fucking shady bitch in Australia. That is really shady. Yeah. There was a psychologist that did take the stand in both. It was a different psychologist, but each took the stand in their defense. Hannah, they say it's a fight or flight defense mechanism. We all have it. It's in us. So she was fighting at the time of trying to get that purse back. She was in fight. Yes, mode. but I don't know. It's it's counter survivalistic to pr- to pursue a threat. Fa- standing your ground and facing a threat is one thing, but pursuing one? That's it like I don't get I don't know. Unless unless the fight was if I don't get this purse back, I'm going to jail for a very long time. Then you're in fight mode. They were going I think they were going to jail regardless. I believe that that purse had something much more valuable than regular purse things inside of it. They never went into it. Exactly. I'm shocked. No, I know. And they would have never known because if they Well, if they got the purse back, they could They did. They did get it back. It was in Hannah's yeah. possession, but she could have emptied Exactly, is what I'm saying. Even if they they would have never really the cops would have never found out what was actually in there it could not even have been a purse it might have been a fucking brick of some it might have not been a like you didn't see the purse you know what i mean nobody saw the purse except for them Mm -hmm. saying the Mm -hmm. purse ran away Mm -hmm. so i just feel like that's where because you're right christy when you are uh if you're a drug dealer most of these guys are paranoid as fuck Mm. right so if you're a drug dealer and you're running after the guy who stole your shit that's not a paranoid move anymore unless you're actually being paranoid by chasing them because of what's in that fucking bag Right. So I don't know. I, I'm just I agree that purse had something else in it or that wasn't a purse at all. And she was saving her own ass this entire time. If it's uh, but if it's stolen by a drug seeker, what does that matter? You're not going to go to prison. I mean, unless they find that purse like on his on his person with the drugs in it kind of thing. But his eye is fucking mashed up. He's got to go to the hospital. So they're going to ask a lot of questions. They're going to go look for him. And if there's a chance that the police might find of what he was stealing. The guy who assaulted her husband, her boyfriend. I think it'd be more likely she owes higher ups money. It could or, be, yeah. Or drugs. For sure, yeah. More scared that she's going to be killed 
for losing yeah. something that was in that purse or, or like a phone that had num- incriminating numbers there in you it go. that could blow up in the drug ring, like something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think there's something more valuable or something that she was, if she's in fight mode, it's because she was going to jail. It's not about getting hurt anymore. It's about like, or go, not going to jail or getting murdered, right? At the end of the day too, with with the with the judge giving her probation and him jail time, I'm sorry. That's just the way the law works. I, I, I that's horseshit. You kill someone though. It doesn't matter if it's by accident or whatever. You're getting something for it. That girl pushed a guy down. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's horse. It shit. is horseshit. How could he not have brain damage? He just got hit with brass knuckles. Yeah, it's horseshit. I agree. It's horseshit. It's just it's not it's not fair. The law a lot, a lot of the time the law is not fair at all. But it is. Final question for y'all. All right, think about this one a little bit. What would or could you do? When you think someone you love is going to be killed. Tough one, huh? You're a little much today. Mm. Um, How much do I love them? A lot. You're going to marry them. If it was my, if, if it was my children. Yeah, exactly. If it was, if it was Jack, man, I'd get a big fucking hammer and I'd swing with the pointy end. You know what I'm saying? It's Jack. There you go. It's like the person you love the most. Would I pursue them? No. Because I'm going to be more concerned with, hey, someone I love has their fucking face bashed open and needs medical attention. Then I'm going to give a fuck about the guy running hey, down the this, street. This, she's, she's fucked up, this bitch. I'm, I don't like her at all. They planted recording devices in their house. And one of the conversations that were recorded was, so he says, I don't want to go back to jail. You've already put me in jail once. And she says, I put you in jail. He says, you did. She said, did I kill someone? Blake, you did. Hannah, did I follow him out with a fucking sword? Blake, you did. You followed him out and pushed him over, you fucking idiot. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah, it summarizes what we just, like, that's, he he even agrees. Like, exactly. what the fuck are you doing? You should have got me a Band-Aid, you bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah you should have stayed with me and, <laughs> should have stayed with me and shoved my eye back in instead of chasing yeah. the guy out to get you back so well yeah i do agree that's the missing piece like for real i would chop a dude's head off with a sword if he was in my house and had no intention of yeah. leaving for sure it's a hard but one though. no it's if like... he leaves i'm not gonna follow him out to get back whatever he took from me i don't care what it was unless it was yes. jack of course if he took jack yes yeah, I'd follow him out with a sword. I don't know. I like obviously I'm gonna do whatever yeah. I want, could to save my family members or one of you gals or something like that. But I mean, what if they have a flamethrower, you know, and you walk out and you just get roasted? You gotta kind of like you, they're done. You gotta cut your loss at a certain <laughs> yeah. point. You can't just run into a flamethrower. That's not gonna do anything. You're just gonna kill yourself. Exactly. Flamethrowers are really easy to maneuver. They only last for like 30 seconds. Can't hold enough butane in them. <laughs> i'm just saying if there was ultimate danger coming like and they're already gonna die like what are you gonna do you're gonna just jump in front of it to die with them or i got like a... uh just wait till he's just wait till he's blown his wad yeah, yeah. Ah. just wait till he's blown his wad richard <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 with the flamethrower exactly just you know but it depends like yeah with kids yeah for sure for sure if dudes dude's got a fucking chainsaw mm-hmm. you know I already, I know I'm done for. I'm still going to try to get Jack out of his grip, man. I don't care. I don't care. He can cut off one little bit at a time. I'm still going to go until I I can. I'm thinking like, let's pretend like Sarah's getting chainsaw attack guy. Okay. And then I, well, think about it. Close your eyes. Picture the gore. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to pretend. Picture it. Picture it now. 
<laughs> no. I'm picturing it and I'm kind of hard. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, but Sarah's got, I'm picturing it and I'm kind of hard. All right. I'm not doing it. I love Sarah. I'm not doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> 10 minutes later. Anyways, then I got, but I, but my kids are behind me. Do I run towards this guy to save Sarah or do I just try and save my kid? You know what I mean? Like there's other factors. Well, Sarah's going to be like, get the kids out of here. That's what I'm saying. Like there's going to be like, get the kids away. Yeah. I'm just saying like, yeah, Sarah's mm. definitely going to direct you. Yes. If I away. can, I will. If I know it's over, what am I going to do? Just plunge to my death or move to the next person I can save, you know? But there's no other people in this situation. Yeah. No, I know this guy about, here, right? this girl here. None of this had to happen. She did us. I believe she escalated yeah. it a bit. A bit. Sure a did, bit. Yeah. To, to its extreme. Like That's the Minnesotan way to say you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked up. This is unethical. I can't believe he went to prison. I'm mad. I'm mad he went to prison. He killed someone, Celeste. I don't know. He killed someone. I don't care. Vince Lee also killed someone. He didn't go to prison. He'll be out in two years. He ran outside with a sword. He had intent. Like he's lucky he just got. Vince Lee brought a knife on a fucking greyhound with the intent of killing aliens with it. Vince Lee was mentally ill. This guy here got a punch in the face. It was he. He got his brain rattled around. It's different. Inside his fucking skull. He's lucky to get manslaughter. This guy had lethal doses of ice in his veins. He had lethal doses of uh, methamphetamine. Blake did? Uh, Jeep. Oh, Jeep did. Should have just let nature take its course. So he's going to die anyway. That's even funnier. He was about to OD, but you killed him. So now go to jail. (laughs) So that was probably what contributed to a lot of the blood loss. Because your heart is like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Meth is like if that. If you just hold off, your brain feels like that too. I'm uh, constant rave. Never had the pleasure, so yeah, don't. Thank you. It's not worth it. <laughs> Stay away from that one. Coke is okay. Well, meth is kind of fun. <laughs> no, it's not it's fun. Of, at all, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. <laughs> well, it's kind of fun. Okay, uh, Richard, because you and uh, I are both sweaty, hairy beings, I'm going to say you and well, I will stay off meth. Um, you sweat uh, a lot. I'm going to go with it's... You uh, sweat a lot. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's why he sweats, because he's on meth. Uh, Richard. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell you no, sir. What if I want to do meth, though? <laughs> uh, excuse me, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> I'm not on meth. I'm not on meth. No. <laughs> I'm going to dig a hole. My final words for this is uh, legalized drugs. All of them. Uh, fuck that bitch. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Like, fuck, man. So stupid. I don't really have any final words. Don't lose your head. <laughs> <laughs> don't keep $20,000 fucking cash in your house, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Unless you're a drug dealer. <laughs> then don't keep it anywhere else <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't bring it to the bank they're gonna ask questions <laughs> don't be like i'd like to deposit this for twenty five thousand dollars, please sir it was a gift i just it's fine i just sold a lot of shit on facebook marketplace okay it's 
so good. I couldn't sell everything in my house for 20 grand. Literally everything. <laughs> not, <me>. <laughs> not unless I sell my fucking equipment. I'm not well. My car's not even worth that. <laughs> no, I could sell my car and everything in my house. I'd get like six grand probably. <laughs> Maybe six grand for everything I own. Um, I do want to thank you, Tally, for the gory episode. I did I did appreciate that a lot. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, buddy's Great. eye hanging out. That's that's my bread and butter. That's the kind of stuff I like. You're welcome. I love that you guys are always so excited for my stories. It makes me um feel like I'm worth something. Oh, that was like the nicest turned into the saddest thing at once. Good for Sorry. you. Sorry, you are I'm worth really something. Really good at that. Um. I'm I'm a little I'm too much most of the time. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Head on over to our Facebook and Instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical. Just search Unethical Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon, where you can get access to all of our super awesome content, uncut videos of our discussions, and early release of all the episodes. We are adding fun stuff all the time, so you should definitely come and check it out. Thanks again. We appreciate all of you.